This is Beyond Your Limits with Rob Dubois. The podcast that helps you destroy self-limiting beliefs, unchain your potential, and create the meaningful life you were made for. And now here's your host, Navy SEAL founder of Impact Actual and the Impact Unchained course, Rob Dubois. When I retired from the Navy back in 2006, I went straight to work as a defense contractor. And I started helping out with a, with a friend who needed some assistance, making sense of a, a life career change slash relationship thing he was dealing with, a pretty big whole life thing. And we sat down for a few weeks in a row and talked about what he might do as I gave him feedback and insights and observations as he shared his, you know, spilled his guts to me. And after he had it resolved, he came back to me and said, okay, how much do I owe you? And I said, how much do you owe me for what? And he said, for the coaching. And I said, did I do coaching? And he said, yeah, you're, you're, you're my coach and how do, how do I pay you? And so I became a coach. That's how it happened. I got into coaching. I'd heard of Tony Robbins and I knew what coaching was technically, but I didn't know I was doing it until I did it. And so I started working with folks and I began doing one-on-one coaching with other people and learning about the process, read a couple of books on what coaching is and found I really enjoyed it. You know, it was not the uh, defense contracting program management, which I very much don't like that I was doing at the time. And I, and I started doing it. And then I had a client one time that was a pretty amazing individual is to this day. And we started talking about her path and her career and her interest in doing other things besides the, the hard science work she was into as a career. And we began working together for a few months. And, and at the end of that few months, she said to me, I want to do what you do. I want to do this coaching thing. And so you need to certify me to do it. And I said, what certification? <laughs> and so basically, the impact coaches were born of that relationship and that discussion. Ultimately, of course, I went on to say, you know, I can't coach individually one-on-one. There's only so many hours in a person's life, and no coach can. So we developed the Unchained course, the six-week online program where you coach yourself and work with a, with a coach, an IC. And all of that came from a conversation with the one and only Christy Klein, a.k.a. Swim, Bike, Run, from years ago. And I want to welcome you, Christy, to be our special featured guest today. Thank you, Rob. Good to be here. So we have a lot to talk about because, again, as I as I scanned over there, all of this came from accidents, good fortune, intersections and quick relationships and things leading to things. So let's go back, though, to talk about you personally. You, you are a scientist. I like to just use that simple term because I don't understand what it is. I'm an artist, as a, an artist of war. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when that lifestyle, like program management, in the defense contracting world, which I understand how to do, and I can do expertly if I need to, but don't prefer to. You also were in a career path that was not absolutely satisfying. There's something missing, and you that's when you came to me and said, I want to do the same thing. I want to do the coaching thing myself. How did what was your evolution in that process? I mean, I, I don't get me wrong, I enjoy science and I've always enjoyed science and math, and I do some program management too as well in in and you know, in my world, but you know, there, there's something a little bit missing and I love people, right? As much as I complain about them, I love people. And I, I am that person everybody comes to for advice and whatnot. So, and, you know, I enjoyed what you and I did together, Rob, and I enjoyed like the structure of it and being able to kind of structurally help people like that. So, 
you know, to supplement maybe, you know, life kind of happened and I, I decided to stay in the, in the career field and in government as I am, but you know, this is definitely something on the side that I think in my future, I'd like to see grow right into something more, maybe as a retirement job or, you know, something more on the side right now. Cause as we'll get into later, life happens, right. And things evolve a little bit. I have I've evolved kind of since that initial conversation of, Hey, I want to leave this world and go to this, this one. You know, you mentioned doing it like methodically. You said that you liked the way it was done structurally. That actually kind of uh, segues right back to being scientific and the method and so forth, following step by step. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that would be appealing to somebody as compared to loosey-goosey, intuition-based only, like, hey, how are you feeling today? Let's talk about your feelings. It's saying, you know, we're going to hold accountability. What do you, what's next? Never stay in the comfort zone too long, basically, right? Yeah. Step to the next thing, move on to the next thing. And and that is a really big part of your story. Comfort zones be damned. As a as a competitive athlete, as a triathlete, as a mud run endurance athlete, you you spent most of your life doing that on the side, outside of the workplace. Yep. And then life happened in a real big way for you medically. And one of the things I want to make sure we feature here for the audience, for the listeners, that Impact Actual, the the Impact Coaches, the Lions inside the team, we are real people. We're not glossy trifolds of ourselves. We're not looking at doing marketing examples of who we are and presenting some bullshit. We're real. And you have had a real life impact through medical conditions. I'd like you to talk about that just so we can feature what you've overcome and continue to. Right. So, so Rob, I think you, know, you touched on the fact that I was a competitive triathlete, which was a huge part of my life for probably 15, probably closer to 20 years between runs and triathlons and Ironmans and marathons and go rucks and you name it, it had endurance involved in it. And I've, and I've done it right. I've got the medal and I've got the t-shirt for that. And that's fine. I've got dressers full of t-shirts and boxes full of medals and trophies and all kinds of stuff. But, you know, when I hit about 40, life happened and I had some major medical stuff and some major autoimmune issues, right? To not get into huge detail, but, you know, I had some major autoimmune stuff pop up, um, life-changing stuff. And my endurance career kind of came to a grinding halt for the time being, right? I don't want to be... F- you know, defeatist about it and say, I'll never get back there again. And this is a, a valley, right? It, it, we all got to go through peaks and valleys. And I don't believe my days are done with that stuff. I believe I will get back there in some capacity at some point. It's a process, right? And I think, you know, a lot of that endurance stuff and competing and endurance things prepares you mentally, I think, to go through some of this health stuff. I think a lot of that, I think a lot about those days of, you know, carrying a 50, 60 pound rucksack and I've been on my feet for 36 hours and I just want to walk into oncoming traffic and I want to be done and this sucks and why am I doing this? And But that prepared me now for the days of, you know, days on end where my body hurts and I feel like I'm 90 and I can't get out of bed. No, I can get out of bed and I can like that mental fortitude that I built for 20 years during Ironmans and by myself and suffering and doing all this stuff, I think mentally and emotionally prepared me to deal with some of the crap that I dealt with, with my health issues. You know, I think that was a mental, a huge help for me mentally, right. To be able to, I can endure the dark days. 
all those dark times that I endured racing and enduring events and I didn't want to do this. I like to think yeah, everything happens for a reason. And I think a lot of that prepared me for what I had to deal with. You know, as much as it sucked to, to have that all kind of ripped from me, you know, at the snap of a finger, I got into a car accident and that's when my health issues popped out, right? I mean, doctor said it was always there. It was just the, the perfect storm was the car accident that make, made it all kind of come to fruition and come out the way it did. He goes, it was just, he goes, everything happens for a reason and the timing was the timing for whatever reason and we found it. But I think, you know, a lot of that stuff prepared me for it, for all that, you know, the, the mental stuff, which I'm still dealing with. I mean, it's still not, I mean, it only happened a couple of years ago and I've had some peaks and valleys with my conditions ever since. It's not like I got diagnosed and got on medication and life was back to honky dory. You know, there's been little sub peaks and valleys coming through that in the last four years or so since I got diagnosed. So, you know, it's still, I'm a work in progress. You know, it, this is, it's a lifetime process. It's not like, you know, when you go through these programs and I do all this stuff, it's not like I do it, close the book and and move on, right? There's, it's, it's a lifetime process of going back through that stuff and using those tools to go back and help myself pull out of those peaks and valleys again. You know, it's right. this iterative process over and over again to kind of pull myself out of it. It's like uh, wisdom. I mean, we look yes. at the example of, you know, I've learned these lessons before. I applied them at the time, but I used it like kind of like I use my, my Apple Watch. I use about 3% of my Apple Watch. Uh, the capacity far exceeds what I know to do. Same thing with the lessons we get in life, you know. I've gone back to things, even in, you know, Aikido, Jiu-Jitsu, and other philosophical perspectives, you, you you learn things and then you learn them later again. You remember the lesson and say, oh, now I see how it really applies. You might be dealing with the adversity of the of an exhaustion run and and realize, I can make it through this, and you do. And then you might be facing a medical or psychological problem with a, a loved one, a relationship crisis, uh, an injury, or a lost uh, grieving situation, and say, I can get through this because I learned that lesson the other time. It's different, but it's mm -hmm. the same because it's my life and I'll get through the hardship. Yeah. You, you mentioned peaks and valleys, and I really love that analogy because as a special reconnaissance SEAL, my life was all about peaks and valleys and land navigation and going places, not being seen, getting out of those places without getting seen. And the valleys are a physical experience from my, my lesson back basket of, of, of tools I've gone through. I know that you have to just keep on climbing until you can get to the peak, until you can get to that next ridge. And when you get to the next ridge, then you get a whole new perspective and see the next valley and the next peak and say, okay, now I have the big picture. But it takes that commitment to just keep slogging through the hardship, knowing, okay, some more will be revealed. Let me just trust this process. One foot in front of the other. Just keep swimming. You know, sometimes it's just that, you know, I'm I'm slogging through a run or I'm slogging through a rock and it's like, I feel like it's never going to end. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. I may not have to see the end of it yet. I know it's out there, but if I just keep putting one foot in front of the other, I'm that much closer to the to the end or to the the peak where I can see, you know, hope. And that's the lesson that a coach brings to the table with a yeah. client is saying, yeah, I've, done, I've been through some stuff that's very similar to yours. It's like a point man in a platoon. 
You want, you want the person that knows the route to be the one leading the way. And you won't live her life for her with your client, but you will say, listen, babe, we got this, you know, because I've been through some stuff and I've survived it. And that gives them the hope to keep picking those feet up and putting them down. And that person then walks and gets to the, to the ridge of the peak and says, oh, wow, I'm sure glad you told me that was there because I kept going until I got to it. Now I can learn that lesson for myself and apply it in my own life in the future. Right. I mentioned uh, the Unchained program earlier and how we built that. And and it's it's funny, honestly, funny how it goes back through the iterations because when I first came up with that thing, it was, it was called uh, Accelerator. Yes. Accelerator. And I say that so weirdly because I can't say accelerator unless I actually pronounce all the syllables of accelerator, something about the way my mouth works. So I, <laughs> I named the damn thing, a thing I couldn't even say. And I'm trying to tell people, hey, this is going to change your life. What's it called? I don't want to say it. Well, so we turned that to turbo <laughs> a few years ago, <laughs> turbo became uh, accelerator too. And then and we realized, you know what, this is bigger than that. This is about releasing people from self-limiting beliefs and behaviors. And it became Unchained. And the true story behind that, the reason, the other reason why it's Impact Unchained, the other reason I love that term is because I'm a Van Halen nut from way back, a diehard, ah. hardcore, no Van Hagar for me. Thank you very much. A real Van Halen guy. And above that, a David Lee Roth guy, because I was a garage band front man, right? So I just love cranking out the tunes, doing some Diamond D, Diamond Dave stuff. Yes. And their fa my favorite song of their repertoire was Unchained. Unchained. Ain't nothing stays the same unchained. And so that just all tied together. I was a, a bald diamond Dave in the making and, uh, and unchained <laughs> was the right term for this, ter this, this program. And when you went through unchained, I don't know what it was called. <laughs> it was unchained or turbo. I or think it was the accelerator. Was I think it, it was. So I think it was your, one of the original versions. Yeah. I think your I was one of the beta versions. Yep. Exactly. You, you, we, we, uh, we tortured you as a Guinea pig and, and you, you and your feedback made it what it is today. That's what the instrumental foundation is all about. Right. We're actually working on a foundation course too, because accelerator slash turbo slash unchained is the evolution of dealing with you know, the choose program, going through the steps and, and, and examining yourself, understanding what you think your values are and your basic goals are, and then working through a few weeks of deep dive on the self, body, mind, heart, and soul, and then having a second look at goals and values. And that's where my favorite quote of all time came from. When you went back and did the the, the module called Goals 2, which is a second second look at goals after going through yourself and understanding more about yourself, you said, and I quote, I never realized how small my goals were until I realized how big I am. And that was the phrase. I mean, I, we put that front and center. That was the phrase. And you were the phraser that recognized the, the true power in Unchained or coaching with impact coaches is all about understanding yourself better and then realizing, shit, I can do a lot more. And it doesn't have to be a lot more either. That's the paradox. A lot of people can say, I can cut back on the stuff I've been doing to people please, to do for others instead of my life. And I can do my life from now on. Right. It's all relative. Exactly. What It's discovering who you are and what you should be doing, the discovery, and then the defining it and refining it and going out and doing it. I love that phrase. Never knew how small my goals were 
And and uh, like I say, people have looked at it and said, oh, I don't want to take on a lot more goals. I'm already maxed out. And this, this is what we're trying to tell them. It's not about, okay, I'm going to add $1 million in earnings next year. I'm going to add getting a, a sports car. No, it's about what's right for you. If you want to go to a monastery, dude, have the courage and go there. If you want to go learn sumo in Japan, that's what you need to be going after. It doesn't have to be about sports cars and millions, but it's okay if that is their, their true path. It's about finding itself. Right. And, and, you know, like I said, the, the process changes and I change. So, you know, I had to evolve through and when I had my health issues, I had to go back and reevaluate myself. Like, what do I really want to do? What do I need in my life right now? Right. What I needed at the time with my health issues was different than what I needed and wanted in my life when you and I originally went through that whole program. Right. It was good to go back through that and look at it again on my own, you know, having had a major life event. Right. Okay, now I've got to reevaluate my priorities, you know, which is why I've decided to kind of stay with the stability of my job because of my health issues. Right. Life changes and life happens. Does it mean that I failed because I didn't quit and become a full time life coach? No, life happened. And you know, priorities change and it's like, you know, all of a sudden you have a kid and your priorities change, oh, yeah. whatever it is, right? Life changes. And that doesn't mean I failed. Absolutely. Although I did go through that and say, oh, now I'm a failure because I can't go pursue what was my dream at the time. Mm-hmm. All right. We just got to push pause on that because life happened and my priorities changes and I got to be an adult and say, what's important for my life right now? Right. And that's we going through this process again to say, hey, Pause. Wait a minute. We got to reevaluate big time. Exactly. Here. What's ground truth today? Right. Because we can outgrow our dreams. I had dreams when I was 21 to be a veterinarian and to be a rock star like David Lee Roth. Didn't know about my follicle disability that would be coming. <laughs> I'm follicularly disabled. I, I can't get a placard for that, though. They won't let me park conveniently close just because of that. And I, you know, I, I had uh, had the white picket fence. You know, at one point, I thought I was going to be a professional writer, like a novelist, like Stephen King. I was, I was going to get a belly, and I was going to smoke a pipe, and my wife was going to make baked goods in the kitchen while I wrote novels, and and it was going to be glorious. And we'd raise two very healthy, well-adjusted kids, kind of like Lake Wobegon, you know, where <laughs> where everyone's just a. That all the all the men are handsome and all the women are strong and all the children are above average. It was going to be just a perfect idyllic framework that I got from some Disney movie, right? <laughs> Reality right. is what happens today, and we right. adapt to that. That's the growth mindset. Today is today. I don't want a belly and a pipe. I like a cigar once in a while. <laughs> you know what's today? <laughs> what's reality? I mean, you and 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 now you're doing this uh, as you go through your life and and experience the valleys and. The valleys become less dark and scary. I mean, we can take on better valleys, you know, bigger ones, worse ones in the future. Right. I mean, hey, I've been through this. I've been through worse. Because we were as perspective, right? Perspective is, hey, I've been through worse. I've been through harder stuff. You know, I've been through this. I can get, I've been through X, Y, and Z. So now I can, oh, I can get through this. Okay. Sometimes I got, I got to sit through the dark to appreciate the light. I know I've got to sit in it. All right. It's, it's not going to be forever. Right. You know, and that's one thing I would say as I was racing, and I, I don't remember who told me this, but it was, you know, give it five minutes, it'll change. Yeah. It could get worse. <laughs> it may <laughs> yes. it get better. It'll be different. Give it five minutes and it'll change. And nine times out of 10, that was true. Right. And you just kind of, that's like letting it go. Give it five minutes, it'll change. Don't know what it's going to be in five minutes, but it's going to yeah. be different than what it is now. And 
we just, you know, you deal with it as it comes. And like I said, with the health issues to go back to that, like, okay, I had bad races. So what? I had bad events. All right. We just middle of the race. I got to reevaluate. What's my plan? My plan was this going into the race. Halfway through it goes off the rails. Okay. Now what? In the next five minutes, I'm going to reevaluate and make plan B. What's plan B? Right. What right. do I do and based then, on the reality now? Right. Based on what's my, my reality is I can't get to what my goal was. Right. Or, you know, execute my plan as it was. All right. What's plan B? What's plan C? What's plan D? Because sometimes that happens, right? And that's a- applicable to life. And my experiences, like I'm not going to, you know, I, I haven't had the most exactly rosy, perfect life. Nobody has. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the thing, something I bring to the, the table as a coach is I've been through a lot. I've had, you know, a bunch of really fantastic health years and fantastic life and this and that. And again, I've been through the, the crap valleys. Right. So I think there's a lot of perspective and a lot of, you know, a lot of that I can bring to the table as a coach too. And that's what people need to know. Again, the real, the real people that right. they can go to and talk about the real things. Right. I'm not going to tell you life's going to be rosy and you go through this and you're never going to have a problem again in your life. No, that's not, that's life happens and life is full of problems. It just gives you better skills and coping mechanisms to maybe later on get through that a lot quicker, a lot easier and get through your problems easier or, you know, faster or, or whatever. It gives you better coping skills. You know, it's not, I'm not going to tell you this is going to be, oh, the end all be all perfect fix. And you're going to be not broken for the rest of your life. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not reality, right? Other breaks will happen. We will be broken again and fixed again and broken again and fixed again. Absolutely. That's life. In there's a, in my own recovery program, cause part of my, my brokenness was, uh, being a raging alcoholic for 10 years before I cleaned up a little over 30 years ago. And in those days I was suicidal. I was a criminal. I stole, I lied, I cheated. I betrayed everybody and everything to get my, my beloved, you know, my, my precious, how to get the precious of the alcohol. <laughs> There was nothing I wouldn't do. Nobody I wouldn't do it to. I betrayed. I, I broke every every relationship. I almost destroyed my Navy career in the process. And in doing so, you know, I thought it was hell. I thought it was the worst. Well, it was hellish. It was a living hell in many ways. But I thought it was it was the end. That's the key. The hell is not the end. And in those darkest days, we have the best lessons that we can share with others. Like, here's how I got through that as a point man, a point person, somebody who's dealing with medical issues or, or addiction issues. You and I can speak to them and say, Hey, here's how I got through that. And they can flourish. They can have an incredible go beyond survival into thriving. And that's, that's, that's what, that's a lot to promise. And it's a lot to, a lot of hope to hold out, I would say. Sure. It absolutely is. And I think also too, you know, these are the ways I failed too. To be Absolutely. honest with you, not these aren't just my successes. Here is how I failed, and maybe here's things you want to avoid doing. I tried this, exactly. and it didn't work. Or <laughs> yeah. here's the pitfalls, right? Because that's the reality, right? We don't, and, you know, as coaches, I'm not perfect. You know, I don't do everything perfect in my life. I don't. Uh, I will never claim to be on any front. So you know, I, I'm I'm a realist, right? I'm not going to give you some fluffy response, right? You you might not like to hear my response. I mean, I'm going to be nice about it, but I'm not going to hurt your feelings, but I I am going to give a good dose of reality too. Right. You know, that's, that's kind of a little more my style, but right. But I'm also going to give you the reality of my story 
you know, here's my pitfalls and here's my issues, you know, so maybe, maybe you don't run into it. Right. And that's what we, we experienced. I mean, coaches are people with life behind them. Uh, there was a great, uh, there's a Lakota guy, Black Elk, I think it was in a book I read by a, a, a Sioux, Lakota guy. And he talked about uh, wise men, wise women, and in their culture, he said, all you white people have these priests and these ministers and stuff. And they say, don't have sex before you get married. And they say, uh, everything is this and everything is that. He said, it's all theory-based. I mean, how does a priest talk about celibacy? I mean, talking about uh, sexual relations with a young couple he's counseling. <laughs> the dude's not supposed to have sex. What can he speak to? He said, in our case, our holy men wake up in gutters with a broken nose. And they can't remember where they spent that, that the last night. And, and they have life experience. And from that, they can counsel young people and say, here's my failings, here's my errors. And, and you know, there's a skill set that comes with it that goes way, way beyond our specific failings into the general universal concept of failings. And, and it can be applied like transferable skills. Leaving the military, I was told, hey, take your transferable skills of management, of planning, organization, and help communicate them to a civilian market so you can get hired there. We have transferable skills from screwing up about saying, hey, I can apply this lesson here. It makes sense in this context. Very much. So I agree with that 100%. Yeah. And we can do that to help people not make the same mistakes and go faster in the right direction for them. But without, like you said, no fluff, no BS. Uh, we're not going to be that glossy trifold. I'm going to be Rob. You're going to be Christy. Right. We talked about Unchained and, and you know uh, how the impact coaches facilitate that. You were the first person to ever facilitate as an impact coach facilitating Michael back in the day with, oh, yes. our, with the Unchained. I think it was right after it became Unchained, right after it was stopped being Turbo. I think so, yeah. That was uh, the, the latest, the earliest version of the oldest, uh, of the newest uh, evolution of it. Um, and I want to just ask you what, you know, what you can share with folks about what kind of value comes from having somebody who's been through it, because every IC goes through Unchained to get certified in the first place. What is that experience like for a person that says, you know, I'm thinking about going into this uh, this course myself because we're, you know, pushing Unchained nowadays to make it an available product to people. What is the benefit of having somebody, and I see who's been there, done that, walk alongside? I mean, you're kind of like a guide, right? If you kind of get stuck on a question, we can kind of guide you through it and say, well, this is kind of how I answered it or, you know, hey, this, mm, you know, I I think we're kind of like a guide, like a mentor or a guide more than anything else. I think it's a good, you know, Michael was pretty self-sufficient and a good self-study and he kind of walked through on his own and didn't need a whole lot of guidance, but. I think it's good to have somebody who's been down the road before, right. To like say, guide you through it and say, Hey, you know, eh, I don't know. It's, is this where I should be going with this question? This is where I was kind of seeing it go or maybe guide you of, you know, Hey, maybe, maybe think about it, you know, this way and ask you some kind of questions to kind of guide you along to get you more out of it. If you're kind of, you know, stuck. Getting wrapped around the axle. You're getting wrapped around and maybe into the weeds too much here. Hey, maybe, you're in the weeds a bit much. Let's go over here and kind of just steering you a little bit rather than doing it for you, you know, giving you some guidance along the way. We want to discourage analysis paralysis. And yes, Keep exactly. moving. Just keep mm -hmm. moving through. 
because it does get sticky. I mean, and, yes. and again, in my recovery, we do a deep inventory of ourselves, a moral inventory of assets and liabilities. You know, where have I failed? What what do I fail at on a daily basis? And I still see those, and I still assess those for myself. And I say, you know, I tend to be closed-minded about this. You know, we talked about growth mindset, like you said earlier. When you right. walk through things, you realize, I can keep walking through things, and I'm not going to get stuck here in this medical condition. It's not going to down me for life. I have another a similar relationship there with with my own past injuries from the teams. As a SEAL, we lied about every injury. We hid them so we wouldn't get downed, wouldn't get grounded, kept operating. I operated on a sprained ankle in airborne school. I finished airborne school for a week on a sprained ankle, running everywhere and jumping out of planes because I kept lying about the pain and the injury. In my hip, I hit a, a runway really bad one time, hard hit, and it damaged my hip. It caused bruising on the actual socket. Uh, and I lied about it. <laughs> I ran back to the truck and got another parachute. Uh, 30 years later, I'm talking to a physical therapist. 25 years later, he says, dude, you should have had this PT 25 years ago. Same with the ankle, same with the knee, same with the shoulder. Uh, I said, yeah, but I got to keep working, right? And so now my right hip is damaged. And he's like, you got bone on bone. Uh, I can't fix that, dude. A repair, a replacement will do it. But you, you got you have to adapt away from this idea about running marathons. And that was my awakening. And I said, no marathons. But that's been part of my mental construct of what I want to do, you know, in my life. And I and I had to, to face it and say, okay, cool. No more. I can do sprints. I can sprint. I can do low-impact stuff. I can do not long-distance runs. And I can stay fit like you've adapted. So you can coach women and men right now on sports stuff that you know from your experience. You can demonstrate some of it. You can live by example on some of it and not all. You're adapting and overcoming. Right. And also I've learned, you know, life is about balance too. I've been, I've been in the, in the realm of where that was my entire world and there, and that's all I knew and that's everything. But now I realize this, you know, as I've grown and I've gotten older, life's more about balance. Like I want more of a balanced life. I don't want to be so uh, obsessive and there's benefit in being balanced. There was benefit in that obsession, you know, cause it prepared me for other stuff, but you know, th there, there is, you know, I, I, I've definitely achieved balance in my life more now than ever so than I ever have. And we're not chasing things to fill other things. No. That is a part of what I think my early obsessions were about. Mm -hmm. my, my hard driving for success was less about accomplishing an outcome and more about proving to myself that I was good enough. Yep, very much so. That's not a that's not a worthy mission. <laughs> First, assume okay, I'm good enough, and then go and do what's right. You know, with my time and my life. That's that's what I've come through for through experiences to get to a place where I want to do good for doing good, not to prove to myself. Right. Exactly. We've talked about a lot of things already here about Unchained, about how you you forced me to start the Impact Coaches. You made me do it. Uh, talk about accountability. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy that says accountability, dude. Own it. You chose that to do that. Nobody made me do anything, but you you Play to the sea. Spark. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so excited and so glad for that. So grateful because this is a beautiful thing. I mean, another cool thing, another intersection with our our lives is that you introduced me to another Jersey guy, your, your Jersey girl, Christy, and Jersey guy Art, the old cop. Oh uh, yes, Art. We now Art. It became an impact coach and, and yep. as a retired cop and as a career campus security guy, he and I are working on the side on a product for home family security and awareness for active awesome. shooters as it becomes such a crisis. 
he and I started pulling out some of my old materials on active shooter security protocols, and we're building a series. Working title, for those that are listening, is uh, Parents with a Plan. How cool mm. is that? And and with an expert like Art, who literally lives and breathes campus security, that's the kind of person we want to have people advising. So we're building that idea for the impact, like a portfolio to have this parents with a plan kind of prom, uh, process. Oh, that's where they awesome. Can acquire these pl- products, acquire you know working working documents, and just make plans for their family, emergency stuff. You know, we all know you're supposed to have a ladder for the second floor windows. How many people do? We all know you're supposed to have a fire extinguisher in the in the kitchen and maybe one out in the garage. How many people? All the things. How many people exercise their families through plans and processes? How many right. really do it? We all know it. So Impact Actual is going to, because of you, because of the introduction to art, because of my understanding of art, because of art falling into in love with what we're doing here at Impact to make differences in people's lives, that's going to be something that goes out there and saves lives. How amazing is that chain of events? That's amazing. And see, some good stuff comes out of Jersey. Jersey, yeah, Jersey got some good stuff. Some <laughs> we good get a gardens. Bad rap. We do over here in Jersey. But you know, two things came good out of it for for, it's, for impact. It's not just Polly. Right? Hmm? Not just those kids on the shore. The, the no. TV show. No, God it's forbid. not just Jersey Shore. <laughs> That's a classic area too. And then thank God for all different types, right? I yeah. mean, diversity makes oh, the yeah. world go round. That's what we are. The impact coaches, the lions of impact. We are diverse, extremely diverse. We're right. about bringing our real self to the table and adding value to other people's lives through that. And I, I'm so glad that we can do that. I'm so glad that you can do that. I'm so glad for all the influence you've done to create this thing, to help build it up from the ground. What do you want to leave with folks as we're talking and winding down the, uh, the show? What do you want to stay behind for somebody to say, you know what, here's where you can have a little hope. Here's where you can have a way ahead. Here's where you're not alone. I mean, I think with any of us impact coaches, depending on who you decide to pair up with, like, like you and I talked about, I mean, we've all been through some stuff. You know, there's no embarrassment in what you've been through, what you're going through, what you think you're going to be facing. We've been there, done that. Chances are we've been through it or we've heard it between us or our kids or what we've been through in, in recovery or other things in our lives. Pretty much nothing is going to shock me. I love that. Nothing <laughs> you is going to shock, shock me. me. I, pretty much nothing you tell me is going to phase me. Right, you right. Know? And I said to the clients and people, you can't phase me. I've probably heard it or something similar in recovery or some other part of my life. I've heard it. But until you get it off your chest, you can't move past it. And that's right. the thing. I mean, like I keep talking about glossy trifolds. We're not, we're not two-dimensional images of ourselves in the impact world. We're about being 100% real, 360, a uh, whole person and saying, you can't shock me. Bring it to me. I learned in recovery, you're only as sick as your secrets. I want people to be encouraged. Sick as your secrets, Move right. past this. Whatever you're It always stuck sounds on. worse in your head. Absolutely. My it's problem always sounds worse ever. in my head until I say it. Man, that doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. Oh, mind. yeah. Right? Your problem always sounds worse in your head. When I spoke to my, my uh, recovery sponsor about my deepest, darkest secrets, he's like, that's it? <laughs> I expected him to condemn me and send me out to, you know, like uh, Queen Cersei and put on the sackcloth and go through the streets with shame, shame, shame. <laughs> He's like, that's it. I did that twice and worse. <laughs> right. And this is the lesson we want to leave folks with, the, 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 the encouragement. We are real at Impact and you are real out there listening. And when you marry up with what we're doing you will find that you can grow faster and farther and better because you're facing all the reality and adapting to it with the growth mindset. Christy, thank you so much for coming on today and laying this groundwork. 
thank you for having me. This is going to be a fantastic, and it's going to be a. We're going to extract from this discussion, extract lessons and points and things like audiograms, you know, <laughs> like so people can say, hey, you know what, this is this is encouraging. It's a wide ranging conversation with wide ranging wide ranging value. And to the listener, thank you very much for yet again spending an hour with us and and looking forward to our next thrill packed adventure on Beyond Your Limits with Rob Dubois. See you soon. Thanks for joining us on Beyond Your Limits with Rob Dubois, the podcast that helps you destroy self-limiting beliefs, unchain your potential, and create the meaningful life you were made for. For more information about Impact Actual and the Impact Unchained course, visit impactactual.com. And be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes or wherever you like to listen so you'll never miss a show. We'll see you next time on Beyond Your Limits with Rob Dubois.